and the brave new world begins. When all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sins, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook headings with terror and slaughter return. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Copybook Headings podcast. If you're a new listener just joining us for the first time, this uh, show is inspired by the poem by Rudyard Kipling called The Gods of the Copybook Headings. And every week we take an old saying, proverb, or maxim, and we break it down to see what we can learn from it. And just to see if there's any uh, of this ancient wisdom that's still relevant today. Uh, I am your host, Patrick Payne, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Stevens. Andrew, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Ah, we were just talking a little off air. This has been a day, <laughs> one, of, one of the yeah. days in, in parenting when, uh, when things are, everything is going wrong and my kid got suspended from school. So, um, this is, you know, we have one kid that challenges us more than all the others, um, which, you know, s- struggles in parenting and, and whatnot actually fit pretty well with maybe with our problem for this week what do you think yeah i hope so (laughs) (laughs) that's the that's the prayer right (laughs) yeah all right so this week um we're doing uh all's well that ends well so this is one that i that i selected so yes hopefully with uh with parenting all will end well (laughs) yeah you hope that your kids end up as good decent people and and not criminals or miscreants in some way. So I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, th- I think so. That That's a, a great way to think about this one, you know, in the context of parenting and, and kind of like the, the life, the lifelong pursuit, pursuit that it, that is in, in trying to raise someone properly. Right. And, and hope that in the end, all that struggle is worth it. And, um, because if it doesn't, if, 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 it, if they do turn out well, then, well, it really was worth it here. <laughs> like simply, simply put, I think. Yeah, exactly. My, my greatest fear is that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a bad parent and then he just doesn't want to talk to me or something. And, and you right. know, when I get older and then he's just, uh, you try and then he ends up hating, kid will hate your guts or something. So I don't know. Uh, parenting is a struggle. It's just definitely a struggle. And, and, um, and uh, this saying is interesting because it, uh, you know, I think it, it's trying to take the, the the long view, which we've talked about before it, on in other episodes of how it's, you know, that's a good perspective to have is taking this longer view of yeah. things. Um, and just uh, I think perspective is just is just the the word that comes to mind when I think of this one. Yeah. Um, do you. So yeah, what what's where'd you find this one? Like, what's what do you know about its origins? I I looked up a little bit myself, but um, how is yeah, this one famous? Yeah, what I found was it was it came from Shakespeare. I don't know if he was a, a, the original, but what I found is that he had a he had a poem, right? Or a, was it a poem? Yeah, one of his or was plays. It a play, a play. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I haven't read that that play, but I I know the the saying well, and. Um, like many of Shakespeare's stuff became, became very popular and now is in common usage. So um, what, what did you find? Did you say you'd found something a little bit earlier than, than him? 
Yeah, I did. Um, so the earliest version that I found in English, like this, some people say this goes back into like Latin and stuff. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't try digging into that, but 13th century English, that's, hmm. you know, we've talked about some old ones like that. And that one is, you know, well is him that may end well. Um, and then, you know, in 1425, in a different book of Proverbs, people are already, already calling this one an old proverb in 1425. Wow. But I think a, a couple decades before Shakespeare, someone had this in a, in a, in a poem or, or another play or something like that. And so the, the all, all is well that ends well, that particular phrase, you know, predates uh, Shakespeare by a few decades. So it's probably going around in, you know, like the literary circles and stuff like that as, as a popular proverb at his time. And yeah. Then, and then since him, you know, it's, it's locked in, locked into the culture after, after Shakespeare. For sure. Yeah. Like many of his, of his sayings and, and yeah. turns of phrases that have become popular. So it sounds like, I think the, the play was somewhere around what early 1600s. I heard, I thought like 1605 or something. I think that somewhere in the, yeah, I see, I see, um, 1601 but yeah oh, 1601 yep. okay uh yeah so but even a couple hundred years before that it was considered an old proverb so yeah. this one's been <laughs> around crazy yeah this is one this is a very old one uh, i didn't think it was that old when we when i first picked it i i thought it was going to be more recent than that but um but yeah i guess i'm not a, a well enough versed in my shakespeare to know I, I wasn't super familiar with this poem so I, I don't know have you read the poem or the play um, if I have, it's been many years and I, I couldn't tell you anything about it. So I, sh I need to go back and I need to go back and read a lot of Shakespeare, but I'll, I'll put this towards the top of my list. Yeah. Yeah. We should, uh, yeah, we should do an addendum or something <laughs> once we've yeah. both read, we're going back and read the play. <laughs> but, spin -off. Uh, the spinoff. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Or a blog post, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, so I thought this one was interesting because of the, because of, like, like I mentioned, because of the perspective that it has. Uh, it can be really difficult uh, as you're going through something difficult, something tragic, something traumatic um, to realize that, you know, it's the end of the story that matters kind of, if, yeah. if that, if that makes sense. Um, and I think a lot of people kind of lose sight of that. Even I hear this with, you know, we, we talk religion a little bit on this, on this podcast, you and I are both, both men of faith. Um, I hear, I hear people all the time who are not believers in, in God or, or, uh, have faith. They talk about, you know, if God is real, why do these bad things happen, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I think this is a good one to remember in, in cases like that, because when you think of, you know, a life after this one of a life of eter eternal, you know, happiness or something like that, which many, you know, Christian traditions, the Christian tradition believes in and many other faiths, faiths as well you know, any, even the most horrible pain or suffering that you could think of in this life is really just a, a blip, you know, a moment. And then it yeah. ends really well. So by judging, going by this proverb, it seems like that, that would, that would, that would fit. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I don't know. I, maybe when you, when you gave me this one, I, maybe I didn't think deeply enough about it because, uh, you're, you're bringing up all, all sorts of great stuff with this one. Like this is, um, very meaningful in, in keeping that, that broader perspective. 
particularly if you if you believe in an afterlife uh if you believe in heaven you know like mm-hmm. that that's that's the good end right so if, if if you get through if you get through life and you've done well you end up in heaven and it ends well so it was all worth it right um but i think even even taking that a, a long look just in this life it's it's also a very meaningful proverb in that you you know it's not over till it's over it's not over till you can't do anything anymore and that for most people is the very end of your life you can always you know keep doing something um to to improve yourself and 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 your story and so um so to to keep in mind that you can um that that the end the end in mind here that you're there you're going for um makes things worth it makes makes difficulty worth it because like you said you it, when you're in the in the middle of a really bad time right in the depths like if you're looking from that point yeah things are pretty bad but you gotta um you, you you're gonna come up out of that well and and you're gonna see um you know, you're gonna see the, the crest of the next wave i guess and you're gonna see that how far you've come and 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 what you've done. Yeah, I agree with that. And and even if some things, you know, even if the ending doesn't make the trials and tribulations worth it per se, they can sometimes at least make it tolerable, you know, or at least, um, um, not so, you know, not, not so bad. I mean, there's just, there are lots of experiences in my life that I've had where when I was going through something, it felt like the worst, it felt like just the worst time ever. And then it just got better, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, with age, I think comes some of that wisdom that is like, you know what, this too shall pass, which is another, yeah. another proverb, right. Uh, right. Which kind of goes along with this one that, uh, nothing we we've talked before and many times about the impermanence of life and, and the constant changing, you know, you can never go home, right. Things we, we've, we've talked about this before and that can be sad in a way, but it can also, when you're in the midst of some something traumatic that can be a blessing. Look, this, this, this too shall pass. This is not going to be around forever. This difficult thing is going to come and it's going to go just like everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is important to remember not everything is going to work out, right? Like you, if you have a, a failed relationship, like that relationship didn't end well, but it does provide the experience and the perspective to appreciate the, the next one that, that works out better, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a failed relationship, that's the end of that. And, you know, it didn't end well, like you said. Uh, but a relationship in your life isn't your life, even if it was a huge part of it. Um, yeah. Your life is not over. You know, there's there's another season. There's another adventure. There's another something else. And so that difficult portion of it um, can still, I mean, your story can still end well. Right. Yeah. Um, there's, it's, uh, I think it's important to remember to think of your life sometimes like a story where, you know, you're, there's no story that's just happy all the time. That would be a boring story. (laughs) Nobody would want to read it. Mm -hmm. Um, stories have a, have a conflict and then they have a, you know, climaxes and they have a conflict resolution and that's how stories go or else they're not worth reading. And so it's important to remember that we're, we're on our story somehow. And the goal should be ending it well, 
you know, living well. And then through with, with that perspective, I think you can make, you can make the difficult things uh, bearable. Yeah. I'm thinking like, I I don't know. I don't have anywhere to go with this, but like thinking with this in the Shakespeare context, like I'm pretty sure this play was a, a comedy, right? Shakespeare did comedies and tragedies and histories. Um, and I think that's the, like the defining feature of a comedy is that it ends well. So I think he's being, being kind of cute with the title of his, his play, but it does make me wonder about like how tragedies <laughs> fit into this dynamic, right? Like, cause they don't end well, usually for the characters involved or the main characters, but, um, maybe that's just, a a, a dramatic thing. And maybe, you know, that's where the, the longer time frame, the, uh, and the, the aspect of faith comes in rather than, uh, what is just happens right at the end of your life, you know, where, where, where the score is right at that moment. Yeah, man. I think it's, it's the saying isn't all's well period and stop. And you know, it's not, everything's going to be fine all the time. It's all well, that ends well. So this, there's a qualifier there. Like if your life ends, you know, if, 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 um, you can wrap it up into a a good outcome, then the difficulties you went through are going to be okay. You know, there'll be, it'll be worth the, worth the journey. If you can, if you can end it well, but man, yeah, I mean, there are, there are failures that are just, just bad failures. You know, there are people who make mistakes that can't be, you know, they can't be, you know, they can't come back from them. You know, there's uh and they, and, and they end up, their lives became, become a tragedy. And so uh, I, I like reading stories like that, that are tragedies, but for the, hopefully from a learning <laughs> perspective where you, you don't want to emulate that you learn from that and say, I don't want my life to follow that trajectory. I don't want a, my story to be a tragedy. Yeah. So I was thinking about this also from maybe, maybe a cynical perspective, and I want to hear what you think about this. So this kind of has, like, it could be read in the, in this kind of way, like that the end justifies the means, right? Mm. So a happy ending justifies anything that you have to do to get to that happy ending, right? Um, what do you think about that and that interpretation? That's really interesting. I hadn't thought about that at all. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think we've talked a little bit about kind of some moral relativism, relativism before, and and how you know there's there's uh, there's not a justification for for everything. Uh, yeah. There's certain there's certain things that are just that are just wrong. So, um, you know how, how you I, I well okay let's let's look at it this way. I just had an idea. <laughs> I had a thought how how your life ends is partially part of that is who you are as a person, mm-hmm. right? So if your life ends well, quote unquote, because you, your family turned out okay, or you had a lot of money or whatever, but you were slimy and cheating people along the way to make your fortune. Yeah. M- maybe it seemed like you, you, you t- turned out okay, but, but you, what kind of person are you? You're a slimy cheat, cheat, right? Right. So, so let's not forget that like, as you're going throughout your life, the choices you you make are, are building the character of the person that you are, right? So, um, I, I don't know. Is that, that that's just kind of a kind of an idea that I came came up with on the fly? What do you think of that? Yeah, I think I think that's a great answer. Um, I think 
Yeah, it's it's what you're measuring, right? It's what 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 is well, you know, what is good, what is well. Yeah. Um, yeah, if if you're judging by your character, yeah, being being slimy your whole life is not going to make you a good person. If you're just judging by the tally sheet by by the by the bank balance, um, maybe by the, by that metric, maybe you did did well swindling people your whole life, but uh, but also you know how, how are people going to remember you and and you know, what legacy is that? Yeah, agreed. And and um, kind of coming back to the religious aspect of it, what what kind of eternal reward you will you be getting yeah. from from the life of you know because. Because I, you know, from my beliefs, I don't believe that the the death is the end. You know, there is something after, and you will be receiving your what 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 you deserve. And so, maybe you think you had a lot of fun in life, cheating people and treating people badly, but uh, you know, I think uh, it's not going to end well for you. And if it doesn't end yeah. well, according to this, it's not well. Yeah, and you know, t- tis the season right now. Like it, it reminds me of the. It's like the Christmas Carol story, right? The, yeah. the Scrooge, Scrooge story, um, kind of being being mean to people, pinching pennies, and uh, being not being generous, and then kind of seeing what that leads to, right? And he gets the he get actually gets the the nice uh, clear lesson in that of, of what might happen, and 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 how other people who are have a different attitude in life and different even less means are ultimately happier and and have that will have a happy ending. Yeah, man, I think that's the that's a perfect example for for this this time of year we're in December now and also for just this proverb. All's well that ends well is a great um proverb for the story of of a Christmas story with Scrooge because he lived his life in such a way for years and years and the end of the story is him him finally coming around, right? He has these yeah. these series of dreams or visions, and uh, decides to turn over a new leaf and become a new become a new man, and he does. And um, and so it's a kind of a story, especially uh, it's a Christmas story. Obviously, it's what it's called. But so it's around Christmas time. But it it uh, it definitely kind of harkens to that that type that that Christ figure kind of 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 uh, or the, or at least the 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 concept of redemption, right? That's, that's yeah. like the key, the key piece of that story is, is that, uh, you can be redeemed. You can be, you may have made all sorts of mistakes and been a, been a rotten person for whatever reason. We don't know, you know, I don't know that much, you know, what happened to why Scrooge was Scrooge, but, um, but yeah, he, he turned it around, became a new person, was redeemed from his sins and the story ended well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Kind of typically around this time, we ask about the the gods of the marketplace, which is is Kipling's way of talking about the antithesis of the copybook headings. the 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 way society views these, do do we think society respects this one? Does it think that all is well that ends well, or or uh, or not? What do you think? Um. Well, you know, as always, yes and no. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot of a lot of presentism in our society right now mm-hmm. that that discourages that longer view um, that discourages any kind of redemption or or change. Like you always have to be a good person, you know, 
And if you ever were not a, in the past a good person, there's no chance that you are now, you know. Yeah. Um, there is that redemption is not there. Uh, so I think, you know, in that regard, uh, you know, there's a strong force in society, definitely, I think, a minority view, but it's still a strong one that that this does not apply. But I think for most most people think that that change is possible um, and that they can improve their lives and that they can they can have a good ending by by being a good person. Yeah, I, I agree with what you said. Um, I think it's less common for people to be religious nowadays, and I think religion is a big part of this one, um, as we as we already talked about. But and even people I think that are ostensibly religious, I think a lot of people really have a hard time truly believing. And yeah. you'll talk to people, and and um, they'll say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I believe in God." But then you, if if you were to you know, dig in a little deeper and press on, press them a little bit. They, they, they oftentimes won't act in such a way or like, like as if they truly do believe that there's a life after this one, you know? Yeah. Um, because if you do, it's easier to, I think, a forgive others. If you know that, look, there's, there's a, there's a God who's in charge who will, can right wrongs, can yeah. heal hurt, you know, anything that goes wrong can be, can be undone by through Christ. Right. So if you, if you really believe that, um, I think it really changes your perspective on, on these hardships, on things that people do wrong on, you know, your the the concept of redemption and your, your willingness to forgive and all of that. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. It's funny. I, I, it's kind of stupid, but I had a, I, my uh, one of my favorite sports teams just picked up a a new player. He got traded, and uh, from a rival team that he'd been uh-huh. with his whole career. And I have hated this guy forever, and uh, not not just because he played for the other team, but he was also a little bit of a dirtbag, like kind of his younger younger years did some stupid stuff, yeah. you know, uh, in, in his personal life. <laughs> and uh, and now I have to like he's on my team and, and uh, I'm not like a huge sports fan, but now I have to like cheer for this guy. And so it's funny though, as soon as he was wearing the, wearing the Jersey color that I like, I was like, well, maybe he's not so bad. Maybe he's grown, you know, as a person, maybe he's not a young, young idiot anymore. Knucklehead. Maybe he's grown up and, and we'll give him another chance. Right. It's so funny how like it's something dumb like sports, but in, 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 in actual, you know, in life, in your interpersonal life, I think people do this too is, when it's, when it's you, when it's you doing it or some, like a friend or a family, you're a lot more lenient and likely yeah. to give them, cut them slack than if it's someone on the other side. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. When it's one of your guys, it's, yeah, it's okay. Um, but yeah, someone, someone doing the exact same thing, other team, different colors. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's for sure. Like, but what do you, I mean, what do you do? Like, is that good? Is that a good thing, a good attitude to have? Or is that something that can be overcome, should be? What do you think? Um, well, I, I was laughing at myself, noticing yeah. myself do this. I'm like, why would I, you know, I, I hated the guy two weeks ago because if someone brought up his name, I'm like, oh, that guy's a, that guy's a jerk. <laughs> you know, and then, and then, you know, now he, he may help my team win. So now I'm like, okay, maybe I like him now because uh, he's a good player. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the, 
the perspective I have now to kind of forgive this guy of his youthly foibles is probably the correct one, but it was just kind of stupid of me to, <laughs> to not do it until, until it's uh you know, something shallow, like he's, he's wearing my colors. I, I, we, I should have looked at everyone that I see you know, players, you know, young athletes who do something stupid and had that grace for them, even if they're on an opposing team or, or, or whatever. And that's true. in you know, people that you meet, they're from somewhere else. They're a different political party. They think different from you. They're a different religion, whatever, you know, maybe have as much grace with them as you would with, with someone on, on your side. And we're, I'm getting a little, a little bit off topic of the, of the proverb, I think maybe a little bit, or maybe we can tie it back in. But anyway, I just thought that just reminded me of that. Yeah. I, I think we can tie it in like this one ultimately to me feels like kind of a, a go with the flow kind of proverb um, that if you're, if you're sweating stuff that you can't change in the moment or, or things like that, then it's, it's going to be detrimental to you. So mm-hmm. to, to take that long view, go with it. Um, <clears throat> and when, when it comes to like, you know, judging other people or, or getting bent out of shape about things other people do, especially if they're not on you know my team, I think it's something that comes with age that you can, you, you can let some of that stuff go once you're, I don't know, once you're no longer the, the, the vital generation, uh, you know, when there, when there's younger guys out there doing cool stuff, when you're, when it's people, your, your age or your, your peers, like it's easy to, to, to be like, to have a sense of rivalry, right? They're like, Oh, that guy, that guy succeeding is somehow, Oh, he's somehow a rival to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but once you get older and, and, and there's a little bit of a, a gap maybe, and it's like the young buck out there doing well, and you can kind of, it's a lot easier to be like, good for him. You know, um, he's, he's out there doing great. So I think it's, it's something that at least comes with age. I mean, you can, you can certainly cultivate it, uh, or try to cultivate it earlier, but, but it comes along. Yeah, I think so. And I liked what you said about kind of going with the flow that can kind of have, I think sometimes a negative connotation where people think it's like being lazy or, or being too reactive to things and you should be striving harder and pushing. But man, sometimes in life, there's just stuff you can't do anything about. Like there's just, you can work and you can strive and you can fight all you want. And there's just certain things that just, you know, um, you have a friend or a loved one or yourself, you know, you get cancer. I mean, you know what I mean? Stuff like that can just happen. And yeah. all the work and all the preparation and all the everything can't, can't avoid it. It's just a hard thing that you're going to have to go through and hopefully you come out on the other side. Okay. And uh, yeah, I think that can be, that can be good advice. Sometimes just go with the flow. Just, Hey man, this is turbulent times. It's going to be bumpy. It's going to be rough. It's going to be not fun maybe for a little bit, but if you can just weather the storm and get through it, storms don't last forever. You know, they come and they go by definition. That's what it, what it is. And so if you can just get past it, it can, you know, hopefully you can find that, that happy ending. Yeah. Or, or, you know, have the presence of mind to, to, to explore it like those turbulent times to, to not try and block them out, but to try and learn something about yourself in the process. Hmm. Interesting. What do you mean? What do you mean? Block them out? Can you talk about that? Uh, I mean, you know, you, you don't like when you're going through hard times, you just want to get through them. Right. Mm -hmm. And you you don't. um, So you're very much looking to the horizon. You're looking to what's coming up rather than there's, 
you don't want to dwell on, on the bad stuff necessarily, I guess, but I mean, you do want to be present and experience what you're, mm. what you're experiencing and learn from it and, and learn about yourself. Cause I mean, if nothing else at any time, you can be learning about yourself and, and how you handle things. Oh yeah. I, 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 uh, yeah, that makes sense now. I, I totally agree with that. I think, uh, or how, how do they say it now? F- feel your feelings. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's important to like <laughs> yeah. sit in it sometimes and just be like, yeah. yeah, I'm sad. And like, don't, don't reach for the bottle. Don't reach for something to, to numb it, you know? Yeah. Uh, just feel it and just be like, yeah, this sucks. You know, I I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm disappointed. I'm hurt or lonely or whatever. And just feel it for a bit. And, um, uh, that's, seems to be the this seems to be the consensus nowadays that that's the healthier way to do it than to try to escape it somehow or um or avoid it or numb numb the pain and uh and through through doing that like you said you can you can learn something about yourself and actually that pain can be a a positive experience in the long run yeah i mean it's it's something i'm working on for myself right so sure that's that's why it comes to mind cuz the the default and the the desire is to to yeah block it out or try and rush through it. And yeah, so that's that's something I'm working on. Yeah. We've talked about my, my, uh, you know, distractibility and my social media, you know, compulsions, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just scrolling things or or looking on the internet. And, uh, when I try to, when I cut it out or I go on a fast, right. I, I do a break. It's weird that like how many times I go to it, like, like almost for a Mm -hmm. comfort when it's, it's, I thought it was a distraction at first and, and it is, but it's, it's more than that. It's sometimes it's like, I'm stressed. I just need something to take my mind away. Yeah. But that's, that's just me not wanting to feel my feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. I, I know exactly what you're saying. I was doing a little experiment a, a week or two ago where when I was working on, you know, I, I do technical writing. And so, um, but I was noticing when I hit like just this, tiny bump up in like mental stress, like transitioning between sections or something. Like I just finished something and there's going to be a little bit of stress jumping into something new, even though it's small, mm-hmm. I flip over and I look over at my other screen, like my, my other display where, where my distraction might be. Right. And I, mm-hmm. and you know, like, well, I'm not doing that today. So, but like, I make a little note of it, you know, how often I was doing that and, and what I was, what I was doing at that moment that made me flip over and look over and it's really fascinating that yeah it's just that little bit of anxiety that little bit of stress just you want to avoid it you want to get out of there yeah yeah i mean it's normal everyone wants to avoid pain but there's uh there's value in just in just embracing it you know yeah just em- embracing it yeah man hey well uh we're about we're about out of time that kind of snuck up on me uh that, this is a good this is a good conversation i think uh i think it's important to remember i, I don't think uh everybody does this one justice. I do believe that, uh, I do believe my faith tells me that everything will end well. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if, if we do our part and do our best. Um, but, uh, but yeah, any, uh, any last words from you or. All's well that ends well. There we go. Um, yeah, this good conversation. Yeah. All right. Thanks man. Well, Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening and, uh, we will catch you guys next week. All right. We'll see you. There are only four things certain since social progress began. That the dog returns to his vomit, and the sow returns to her mire, and the burnt fool's bandaged finger goes wobbling back to the fire. And that after this is accomplished, and the brave new world begins, 
when all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sin. As surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook idiots, with terror and slaughter,